First Fig by Edna St. Vincent Millay. My candle burns at both ends. It will not last the night. But ah, my foes, and oh, my friends, it gives a lovely light. Did you ever wonder where the phrase burning the candle at both ends comes from? Well, some give it give credit to Edna for this first fig poem. And she certainly makes burning the candle at both ends sound fun, right? It's not always that fun. And we are in week three of Lent. And if you have given something up for Lent, or if you have um, committed to doing something for Lent, I'm wondering how you're doing. I'm not doing so good. Truth be told, I'm burning the candle at both ends. Hello, everybody. I am Chrissy Bakke. I am the hippie Christian who cares. And I really do care. I care so much about you and your faith and introducing people to Jesus only because I love Jesus so much. I kind of am obsessed, which is hilarious. But on the other hand, not obsessed enough. Burning the candle at both ends means that you're doing too much. Um, Going to bed too late, getting up too early, and doing all the things in between. And my husband constantly says, you know, you got to stop. But you can't stop working, you know, because you need to earn money and, you know, pay a mortgage and feed your family and all that kind of good stuff. And I certainly don't want to quit things that are important to me and my faith, like going to church or serving on committees or just things that are good and right and that we need to do and that make the world a better place. And I don't want to act like I am some kind of, you know, crazy woman who does so much for other people, blah, blah, blah. I don't. I need to do more. I wish I could do more. I wish I could be more devout because when you burn the candle at both ends, you shave off stuff that you shouldn't. I get behind on daily devotions. I don't read my Bible like I'm supposed to. I don't pray as often as when I'm not burning the candle from both ends. But I'm not going to lie. I do kind of enjoy Edna St. Vincent Millay's poem because she says, you know, it will not last the night, but, you know, to these enemies and to her friends, oh my gosh, does it ever give a lovely light? And and there is something oddly satisfying about making everything work as best as you can. Yeah, that sounds crazy obsessed too. So, you know, you can be obsessed for Jesus, which is a good thing. And then you can be obsessed at trying to make everything in your life work, which I'm not sure that's such a good thing. So this is just going to be an interesting and manic little podcast for you. But I'm hoping that some of you are needing to hear 
this message and needing to hear that if you're burning the candle from both ends or if you have in the past, yeah, you know, there's going to come to a point where that candle burns out. But there is that moment where both flames are going and it's so beautiful. And we are also, the clear message is that we have a God who's in control of those flames and in control of all the things that we lose control of when those two flames meet. So stick with me and let's just chit chat about this, but I should probably throw on the commercial because this is going to be a short one today. I really do appreciate that you all listen and that I get to throw a little commercial in there. It's just kind of fun to be like an official podcaster. And sometimes somebody will say, well, you know, maybe you shouldn't do that podcast. Really? Come on. This is just fun stuff and good stuff. And the people that listen, it means something too. So even if my number one fan, my sister Susie, were my only listener, I would do it for her because I love her so much and because she loves it so much. She gave me. And, you know, for those of you who are, you know, in the race to be number one, Paul, Phyllis, Leah, Leslie, Victoria, if you're listening, there's so many of you out there. Becca and Becca and Brian. Oh, Brian's a big fan. Randy, so are you, Maureen. So today's kind of a fun day for a shout out. Um, Trudy, you are a listener. And oh my gosh, how about um, Data from Goonies winning the Oscar? Oh my gosh, I like wept. Goonies never say die. Anywho, back to the burning the candle at both ends. What made me think about this is not only have I said it a million times this week, but I was thinking like, okay, when like Tuesdays are crazy when I tape my podcast and how am I going to make this work? And then at one point, this liturgical um, church calendar, the verse, uh, the scripture that I go off of for I Lent, wow, like my brain stopped working, weren't matching up. I'm like, why is my gospel a different gospel than the one they preached at church on? So I checked. So at first I'm like, oh my gosh, you downloaded the wrong calendar you put the wrong year in it. And then I looked at it and I'm like, no, it is, it's the right 2023 calendar. And so finally I texted one of our pastors and Pastor Mark said, yeah, there's a couple choices that we can go off of. And so apparently it's not like a one and done situation. So maybe I'm matching your church. Maybe I'm not. Who cares? It's scripture. It is the Bible. It is the word of God. It is good stuff. And so when I was looking at some of the different options, um, one of them was um, the temptation of Christ um, with the devil and the 40 days. And I'm like, "Mm, yeah, that doesn't really feel like what I'm going through. I don't really feel like, you know, I'm being tempted or anything like that. 
looked at a few others, and then I got to Psalm 4. And Psalm 4 was pretty short, and it was written um, by David, um, King David, and it is eight verses long, and it starts off kind of distressful. So listen to Psalm 4, verses 1 through 7, 1 through 8, the entire psalm. Answer me when I call to you, my righteous God. Give me relief from my distress. Have mercy on me and hear my prayer. How long will you people turn my glory into shame? How long will you love delusions and seek false God? gods? Know that the Lord has set apart his faithful servant for himself. The Lord hears when I call to him. Tremble and do not sin, and when you are on your beds, search your hearts and be silent. Offer the sacrifices of righteousness and trust in the Lord. Many, Lord, are asking, who will bring us prosperity? Let the light of your face shine on us. Fill my heart with joy when their grain and new wine abound. In peace, I will lie down and sleep. For you alone, Lord, make me dwell in safety. Well, that felt kind of a little bit like burning the candle at both ends. Like, like God, I'm so stressed out. You hear me? And, you know, people are like talking at me and things are going on. And, you know, all these sort of question things questionable things, and yet the light of your face shines on us, and my heart is filled with joy. In peace, I will lie down and sleep, because you are God. Like, that's so simple and so awesome, don't you think? I looked at the third Sunday in Lent and looked at the first readings that are from the Old Testament. Then I looked at the Psalms. There was two choices. And then I looked at the Epistle, which is the New Testament, typically after Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. And then I looked at the Gospel. And some would say that you could probably manipulate God's word any way you wanted. And that's sort of true. But when you read something in its entirety, I think it does speak to you. God's word is living and breathing. And I think that because of that, it is as though he speaks to you. And so as you read Psalm 4 in your Bible or on your phone or your computer or however you get your word of God, there's lots of versions like that. The one that I just read was from the New International Version. And that was when they took like the King James Version and translated it into like English that wasn't the 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 thou and the um yay and nay and 
wort and art and all that kind of um, fancy English. There's also the message, which I find amazing. But I also grabbed a book called Psalms Now. It was written by a man, Leslie F. Brandt. I think he was a Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod pastor, which is probably why I got it from a Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod pastor who really thought it was cool and shared it with me. And this guy has taken the Psalms and sort of wrote it in what it meant to him. And I thought this, this isn't me manipulating the scripture because his version of Psalm four is sort of this burning the candle at both ends and sort of matched what I was thinking anyways. Dear God, respond to your servant in distress. Make room for a disciple in despair. Listen to the agonizing cries of a child who is depressed and unhappy. Or you, who I thought were my friends, why do you keep hacking at me, gloating over my errors, rejoicing at my failures, always looking for the very worst in me? I must remember that I truly do belong to God and that he feel, does feel for me when I hurt. Go ahead, explode, cry out or complain. It doesn't frighten God, but guard that you don't hurt anyone else. Then, O oh foolish heart, simmer down and renew your confidence in God. I hear voices around me whining about the wickedness of the world, begging for divine demonstration of might and right. And yet I know I have discovered more delight in my relationship with you, O oh Lord, than they in all their possessions and pleasures. And so I can lie down and sleep in peace. Because of you, I am eternally secure. Very cool, right? Like, honestly, I don't feel as though um, I'm depressed and unhappy. I'm just worn out and tired. And know that I've added a little bit too many plates to the plates that I'm already spinning because we all know that that whole plate spinning circus act is fabulous, right? But let's be honest, if you don't get to that plate in time to spin it and you should see my hand, I am like waving, like I am trying to spin a plate as if you can see that. But if you don't get to those plates on those sticks to spin them, they wobble and they fall and they break. And that is life. Things slip through the cracks. You forget to call somebody. You forget an assignment. You forget a deadline. You forget a date, something that you're supposed to be at. You forget to buy a gift or say happy birthday. There's so many things that you forget because you're trying to spin all those plates. And yet that moment where you have them all spinning kind of a little bit like those flames on both sides of the candle that are burning. And yet when those flames meet up and those plates start to fall, that's when we find ourselves crying out to God. That's when we find ourselves 
in need of a God that spins plates all the time and never lets one fall or break, um, who somehow manage, manages every flame to never burn into the middle and go out. God is so almighty. God is so powerful. God is so in charge. And what I love so much about God is that when I don't give up things that are important to my spiritual health, when I give to God, whether it's worship or serving or praying or reading my Bible or fellowshipping with another Christian or someone who doesn't know God, I feel like I get that time back. I feel like all of a sudden God makes it work. And when I take all my burdens and throw them at God's feet, he figures it out for me. I mean, big figures it out. I hope that in this message, you know that no matter what the circumstance is, if you are burning the candle at both ends or spinning too many plates or life has just gotten messy for you or you're kind of blah, you know, it's March and I'm tired of winter and this season I'm ready for spring, whatever the case may be. God is so much bigger. God is the God in charge of it all. And I hope that you know that that's the place to go before your candles burn out, before your plates fall and break, that God is so good. So your homework, because remember every once in a while I like to give a challenge Well, your challenge this week is to go to Psalm 4 and look look up the message. I think that one has kind of an interesting take to it too. But you still get that same idea that in our distress, God is present and God hears us. And even though other people are talking at us and telling us what to do and how to do it and when to do it and why to do it and all that kind of stuff, or why do you do what you do? God hears us and takes care of us. And because of that, we can all sleep good tonight. Happy third week of Lent. We're halfway through. Life is not going to get easier because at least not for me, because there's so much on my plate that is spinning. So I like to spin plates that actually have food on them too. All right, I'm just joking. I gotta go because I got candles to burn. Love you all.